Hey, this is Jono. Hi, and this is Jonathan, and today we're talking all things gear. What we shoot on and our top three gadget must-haves for every wedding photographer. Let's get it started. Jono Simmons and Jonathan Coates, the Working Togs podcast. The brand new episode starts now. Okay, so we're back. Episode number three. Episode number three already. Mate, I don't think anyone thought we'd get past episode number one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I thought one episode, we'll, we'll be done. We'll be done. And I'm pretty sure anyone that knows us thought that too. <laughs> Everyone's talking. Can't believe they're carrying on. This is amazing. In a good way, hopefully. Not like, oh, I can't yeah. believe they're carrying not, on. Not sure about that bit. <laughs> well, one of our mates, what did one of our mates, uh, they, they commented on something. It was a great podcast to do the washing up to. Well... If that isn't a review, I don't know what is. <laughs> it works for me. <laughs> you can see so, that on a billboard, can't you? Amazing to wash up to. Yeah. yeah Five that, star. That is praise. So tell me, Jono, how have you been? How have you been this last week? What have you been up to? Oh, what have I been up to? It's been a bit of a... Do you know what? I, I am struggling on this lockdown. Yeah. It's... What are we? We're just over a week in. And it feels like five months. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really weird. It's like, it's lockdown two, revenge of the lockdown, obviously. Yep. But it, it it almost doesn't feel like a lockdown, or, or a lot of people aren't taking it serious. Mm. There seems to be a lot lot more things open that wasn't in lockdown number one, yet you still feel restricted. You know, obviously the kids are at school. That's probably actually why it doesn't feel right for me, yeah. or it doesn't feel like lockdown number one, is because I've got the kids and the kids are still going to school. So not much has changed really in the last few weeks for us. It's bizarre. It's kind of like you can't do a load of stuff, but you can meet one person outside, but you can't meet two or you can't go in people. I, I'm confused. I, I, yeah. Doesn't make sense. Does not make sense. It's classic uh, Boris, isn't it? it? You know, is don't even get me started <laughs> on that one. Oh, but, um, make me blood boil. Yeah. <laughs> but have you have you have you been keeping busy with any any kind of work? Obviously, we, we've hit the second lockdown, so any weddings you might have had for November are, are off the table. But have, have you been doing any other bits and bobs? Um, I, I've been rearranging. I had a few um, set for December. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, those guys have, have decided to postpone. Um, oh, so we've been working together and just trying to sort that out. Couple for early next year that are kind of, mm, is it going to go ahead? Is it not at the beginning of the year? So again, yeah. being with those. But a bit of a weird work week for me because um, I've been editing a video for um, a commercial uh, company. Oh, okay. So that, that's kept me really busy. Exciting stuff or? Um, like, I it's work mate it's work it's it's very strange you know years ago loads of people used to say to me like oh why are you just messing around with video and just like you know and this is way before i was doing it full full time who's laughing now eh, mate? who's laughing now all all those years (laughs) and and nights of just playing around in iMovie and all that kind of stuff Who'd have thought it'd be making me money now? <laughs> well, it's 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 an area that I'm dabbling with, and and, and at the moment, not not on a uh, a business level. It's more of a personal level. Just getting my head around video and how that all works and and things. Um, but yeah, for me, I've I've got two weddings that are still still planned for December. I, I emailed the couples last night. Um, they're both planning to go ahead as long as 
the the lockdown ends and we'll probably end up going back to some kind of tiered system. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It could be anything with with this government. But one of them's really early in December, so you know the lockdown's going to end, and then a couple of days later their wedding's on. Yeah. So it is weird. But anyway, that's uh, you know I'm, I'm spending most of my time mate playing Call of Duty, and I know you are. Why? <laughs> because playing together and dying together. Oh, you know, you'd have thought after all these months we would be a little bit better. I'm trying not to swear, and I'm not going to swear, but we're awful, and that's not the word I would normally use. It would be a different word, but yeah, we're, we're, we're pants. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well, anyway, so so on, on that level, not much is going on, but today, we wanted to have a chat about gear. Um, it's, it's a subject that, when you first start off in photography, it's kind of all you want to talk about with people, isn't it? Yeah. What do you shoot with? What lenses do you use? What camera do you use? And stuff like that. Five, six years down the line, it, I, I don't know, those conversations, you've, you've had them a million times and they're not as interesting anymore. But I do think it, it's worth us talking about what our gear is, what brands we shoot, what cameras we use. And then a little bit of fun today, we thought we'd pick our top three, what was it, our top three bits of wedding gear. <laughs> that, that's not too snappy really, is it, John? I think we'll work on that. <laughs> we might need a different title of that. The, the top three gadgets for weddings. Yeah, so we're, we're discounting the cameras and the lenses because obviously you need a camera and a lens to shoot a wedding. Yeah. Um, and we're discounting those. So we're, we're going to try and look at those little things that we use on quite regular weddings that either make our life easier or we just love using. Yeah. Let's have the, the, the obligatory gear gear conversation, mate. Gear what brands? What brands do you shoot? Tell me why. Okay, so I am a Canon shooter. Um, I've... <laughs> That's so, so two years ago. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, do you know what? For no other reason that my first camera was a Canon, and it was a yeah. 350D, and then I went to a 450D, and then I went to a 6D, and now I shoot with two 5D Mark IVs. I love those cameras, man. Great, great camera. And because I do video as well as photo... The, the, the fantastic for me to, to flip between. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've, I've been Canon from day one. I think it kind of, once I started getting into the, the full frame and I had some lenses, it kind of made sense just to keep on that Canon journey. I know it yeah. inside out, you know, I'm comfortable with the cameras. I've tried different brands and just couldn't get my head around them and I didn't like the feel in them in the hand or I didn't like the the EVF I've just stayed with Canon all this time and to be honest I'll I'll stay with them going forward be interesting though because um obviously Canon now seem to be so EVF is obviously what you find in the mirrorless cameras um and the 5D Mark IV unless we're not talking about the 1DX ranges here we're talking about the uh, the 5Ds um is the is the five D Mark IV going to be the last of the DSLR range? You know, um, you know, will, will you have to make the jump to, to mirrorless next? I think you know, probably a natural progression would be. And you know, five D Mark IVs they're, they're great cameras, but they're bloody heavy. Yeah, you know, having a holster and you've got one on either either side, and yeah. you've got that on, you know, round your neck for what 12, 15 hours in a, in yeah, a day, yeah. and you're running around and you. You know, it's it, it's a lot of gear. It's it's a lot of weight. So T- takes its toll. And let's be honest, the Canon glasses and it's not light either, is it? No, you know, not the no. pro the pro stuff. 
Um, it's quite heavy glass, and you put that on with the bodies, and all of a sudden you've got a couple of bags of sugar either side. Oh, of you, easy! You know the equivalent, and it's, it gets heavy over a, a, a 10, 12 hour wedding day. It does. The the L series lenses on their own are, are big lenses. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but, by the end of the day, you've you've got backache, you've got neck ache. So I think mirrorless will be, you know, the future. But for me at the minute, the kind of the R fives and the R sixes, they seem a bit too expensive for what they are at this now point. I, yeah, and I don't. I, I must admit, I've not read up enough on this to make a, a proper educated comment. But when the R5s and R6s came out, there's, there's definitely some issues on the video side of things. I think with the cameras overheating, and considering you, you're probably you're not far off fifty-fifty with photography and video, are you? Pretty so much fifty-fifty, yeah. Yeah, I mean, until those issues are sorted, um, or the next the next camera down the line when when they figured that crap out, you exactly, know, that, that, exactly. that might be. A, I know for me, so I started with Canon, exactly the same. I had a 650D when I first started taking photos. When I, As soon as I started shooting weddings, I shot on two cameras, and one one was a 5D Mark III, one was a 6D. Okay. Um, lovely cameras. Yeah. Served, served me extremely well. Um, and then I made the upgrade. When the uh, 5D Mark IVs came out, I got rid of those two cameras and, and got two 5D Mark IVs. And I absolutely love those cameras. I love the files that come out of them. I love yeah. using the cameras. They were, they're just, it's just something about Canon and just... It's the weight. It, yeah. You know, it's that, it, it, it feels good in your hand. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and I, I adored them. But they were starting to get a bit beaten up. I started a lot of my friends who were close by to me had made the switch onto Sony, uh, the A the A seven threes I think, yeah. um, and I started you know I'd get a couple of second shooters in here and there and I'd got Sony's and I you know I started to really enjoy editing those files. The dynamic range seemed to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know I'd have a little play with the camera while we were sitting down for dinner and I was wowed by the eye focus and just just the autofocus in general. Oh, yeah. um, the the size and the weight were you know I could see advantage of of those over a long long day and I, I think I'd made the decision that. As my 5D Mark IVs were coming, starting to come to the end of the life, they've been battered. Um, that I was now going to make that switch to mirrorless to get all those advantages. Now I would have probably stuck with Canon if, at the time, it was about this time last year that I made the switch. Um, if at that point they had a, a mirrorless camera that I felt could do weddings and do weddings well, um, but they didn't, and. I made the decision to move to Sony's and then I actually moved to the, the Sony A9s um, for various reasons which I won't bore you with and I can't deny mate I absolutely adore those cameras you for every ship. reason you yeah I just, the thing is though it, it made it a little bit easier because even if I'd have stuck with Canon and decided to go down their mirrorless route it's a whole new lens system because it's yeah. the arm outs yeah. so at, at that point in, in my uh in my journey of, of cameras, it was always going to be a whole new system. Even if I stuck with Canon, it would have to be a whole new lens set, two new bodies. So it felt like this was the right time to make that jump if I was going to do it. Um, and the A9s, I, I, I've man, I've been loving shooting with those. The autofocus is is enough to make you know anyone want to move. Yeah. Um, but they're just they've just been great to shoot with, and I've really enjoyed it. I've been using them for video as well. There's a few limitations on there, but for what I'm doing, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, and then I suppose just quickly, uh, tell me about what lenses you like to shoot with. Um, oh, where do I start with the lenses? Um, <laughs> I, I'm quite renowned for using the 24. 24 you are. Mil. 
the classic any any shot I take on 24 mil I instantly think that's a Jono shot <laughs> although I say this season kind of at the back end of, of 2019 into this year I've I've got the uh, the 51.2 L okay. series and I the, love a 50 mil oh, it's really beautiful do. and the flare off is sort of, oh it's just it's yeah it's to die for and you, do, you do like the sunset shot don't you man love the sunset yeah Love yeah. and we'll be talking about that a little bit later on in the episode um, and then uh, the 85 as yeah. well uh, L series I was going to ask do you shoot with two bodies or just one body and swap lenses when you need them uh, two bodies and okay. two different lenses so I normally do a wide on one and then a a close in on, a, on the other so typically I probably go maybe like an 80 a, a 85 on one and a 35 on the other yeah yeah That's exactly the same yeah, I start the day with a 35-85 combo. Um, the only time I ever use a, a, a zoom lens is that I've got the seventy, the Canon 7200 in my bag, but that purely it only gets used once or twice a year when I do a church wedding and the vicar's not playing ball and they're like, you've got to stand at the back of the church. Yeah. Um, I hate using those big lenses. It stays in my car. I don't, you know. But So, yeah, 35-85 most of the day. I have started to love shooting cocktail hour on a 16 mil. Uh, oh, actually, it's 17 mil. So I think I got the um, the 17 to 28, and yeah, I, I love getting in close. And it, it distorts, it distorts people. But That's I don't okay. know, man. Just just getting in really close and shooting candids at, at, at that focal length. And I think it gives a really unique perspective of what's going on. Uh, I also shoot my dance floor with that with that as well. Yeah. Uh, again, getting in as close as possible. Yeah, and then obviously, I probably same as me, mate. You've got a few flashes, a few lights that you take around with you. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. Um, only use um, flash for for dance floor on the evening. Yeah. And if even if I can get away without using flash, I will. Um, yeah. Depending on don't the lighting how, setup. You don't know how to use it, do you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> right then, mate. So let's get into the fun stuff. Let's let's talk about our top three gadgets that we use on wedding days. We'll alternate. Okay. Yeah, add a bit of suspense in there, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like a bit of suspense. I'm going to let you go first because I'm sure this list is groundbreaking. No one's ever heard of any of this. Oh, I'm not sure, but it might surprise, <laughs> it might surprise a few people. It might, and I'm, so, I'm going to kind of do it in order of what I kind of potentially might use it on a day as well. Brilliant, brilliant. And let's just let's just say again, this does not include the cameras or the lenses that we use. These are just those little gadgets. Yeah. You know, just to get the day going. Okay, so the first one that I would suggest everybody should have, tip number one or gear number one, is the emergency kit. The emergency kit? The emergency kit. Every photographer at a wedding needs an emergency kit, and you're going to tell me you haven't got one, aren't you? Well, I don't know. I don't know what an emergency (laughs) kit is. No, emergency kit, it's got quite a few different things in it. It's got a white wooden coat hanger in it. Because oh. if you've got a nice dress for the bride and it's hung up, but it's got a black plastic coat hanger, it looks crap in a picture. It does, but as far as I'm concerned, that's their bloody fault for not bringing it white. <laughs> but go on, well, I like you know, it. That, e- that extra bit, so it, it's got a, it's got a coat hanger in it, white wooden, looks great on a wedding dress. A few other bits, medical kit, first aid, you never know when it might come in handy. Has a few safety pins, things like that. Off kilter a little bit, but as you kind of you do more weddings and you kind of come across a few problems every now and again, and you know we're, we're very reliant on our cameras to work at a wedding. 
So you always have like your backup camera ready to go just in case. But yeah. for your car, tyre foam. If you get a puncture and you can't right. get anybody out to you, tyre foam. I have not even considered that. Is I that had... something you just go and buy from Halfords or something? Yeah, yeah. You put it on. You put it on the valve. Spray this foam into it. You've got to drive at about fifty mile an hour for about ten minutes. Okay. Fills your tyre with foam. Stops the puncture. And you can get about 100 miles out of the tyre before you need to go and get it changed. That's fantastic. Earlier this year, I had a wedding in St Albans. So obviously I'm up in the northwest. So it's probably about a four-hour, four-hour 20 drive, something like that. Get down the day before, got to be safe. Pull into a garage and my tyre light comes on. Now this is on a bank holiday weekend. It's Saturday. It's about quarter past five at night. No Everywhere's shut. I've got a screw in my tyre. What do I do? I'm I don't sti- know, mate. What did you do? I'm I know st- what you did. You got your tyre foam out, didn't you? Do you know what? I got the AA out. Thought, oh, wait, wow. going to try it with it, you know, see if they could do a puncture repair. First one, couldn't do it. I've got two two kind of RAC cover things. Got another really? guy out. He did a little patchwork. Got up in the morning. Still going down. I oh. still need to travel to the, the venue. I still need to get to the couple. Tire foam in, got me through the day, got me through the next day, and then when I got home, went and got a new tire. Mate, that's fantastic. I've never even considered that. That is that is a hundred percent gonna be. I'm going on Amazon tonight. Do it, do it. It's, I am. I tell I, you what, it is a saving grace. And you know what, dude? I am one of those real, real, you know, manly men that haven't got a clue how to change a tire. <laughs> I have no idea how to do it. I know, know I've, got a, I've got a little nut somewhere that I have to use, apparently, but I have never changed a tyre in my life. I do not know how to do it. I feel less of a man for it. But yeah. now now that I know I can just shove something in a hole and uh, fill it up with foam, Done. I'm golden. I swear I'm to God, on. it is, it is a saviour. I might savior. go around everyone's house and just say, do you need your tyre filling up? That sounds like fun. It, it does ruin the tyre. So sometimes, well, after you've had it done, you need a new tyre. However, but in all seriousness, on a wedding day, as long as it gets you through that day, exactly that. That's that's fantastic. I am no no joke. I'm going on Amazon tonight. I'm going to order me a can of that. Do it. Right. <laughs> there that's you go. pretty cool. So man. That, that's that's my cool. number one. Do you want me to start with my most boring, or the one that I've got m- more to talk about? What do you think? I reckon go boring. Go boring. Get, right. Get, get the crap one out of the way first. So in at number in at number one for me is my camera strap. You what? I know he's staring at me, people. It's a, it's the hold fast money maker. It's that double, you know, leather strap thing yeah. where your camera's dangling at your side, um, clipped on. I've had to pick this because it's used at every single wedding all day. Obviously, my cameras never leave my side. Um, they're super easy access for me. Being able to carry the two cameras with the two lenses on and be hands free when I need to be as well. Yeah. It's, it's just fantastic. Um, Are they comfortable because the leather? Uh, they're, they're comfortable to wear. I'll be honest, there's, there's the odds con in here that, that gets oh. me. So... <laughs> Are we going to get sued? Just be careful what you no, say. No, no, no. So I'm up and down all the time. Despite my... Um, if anyone's seen a picture of me, you'll see that I'm carrying an extra two stone maybe than I should be. <laughs> but but on a wedding day, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm up and down. I'm lying on the floor. I'm ju- jumping up and down. And it, they can at times, you forget you're wearing them and you go to lie down on the floor and you, you hear that dreaded crash. Oh. Cameras just just clunking on the floor. That's happened millions of times. Cameras are pretty 
they're built pretty well. Yeah, it's pretty all robust. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the cannons were. Sony's still untested, really, on that oh, side of the... Oh. Um, but um, they're comfortable to just normally wear. On occasion, th- this isn't setting it up as a good thing, is it? You're not summoning to me. <laughs> Where the leather and one of the buckles meet, they pinch you on the arm, mate. And <sighs> oh, you oh. have felt pain. I'm oh. sub childbirth, you know. <laughs> If you've not been pinched by a hold fast on your arm, you're not a real photographer. Done. Oh. Was that? But but they are great, and and I I prefer them than the belt clips. I know. Um, yes. Uh, spider clips or something. I'm not sure what they're called. Mutual but, friends have have those yeah. and uh, have smashed many a lens because yeah, they've missed yeah. the holder. I know I would because I'm not. Wouldn't you putting your camera down? It means that you've lost interest in the scene or whatever, and you and you you're just putting your cameras away, and you just I can see me missing that clip every yeah. wedding. The best thing about a hold fast is the comments from the guests. I have been called the sexy cowboy. Uh, <laughs> I've been called uh, a lot of references to bondage gear. Oh, uh, okay. I get a lot because you've got these leather straps with buckles on and stuff like that. They love it. Every single wedding, someone comments on my straps. Will you send me a link? I need need to get one of these. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, bud. In at number two. In at number two. Okay, this is a bit of a weird one, and it might need a little bit of explanation. Go on, then. However, doorknobs. Doorknobs? Doorknobs. As in, in without sounding even more Peter Kay than usual, knobs for doors? Knobs for doors. Okay, okay, so let me explain. So, a few years ago, there was kind of like a little bit of a craze that came through with using prisms. Yeah, I've got one. Photography. Yeah, Ev- everybody went and got one. I went and got one. About thirty quid, I think, off Amazon, something around there. Yeah, they're not cheap. Yeah. Used it first wedding, dropped it on the floor, smashed it. That's it, Jono. I'd got one picture with it. And it wasn't any good to even use. No, No, it was crap. (laughs) (laughs) And especially with video, using kind of objects, movement of of objects to shoot through, you get, obviously, the movement in video is is a lot more kind of greater than just a still. But you can be quite creative with it. So I'm I'm kind of looking online and I've seen these like little spheres, um, which are very similar kind of prisms and things like this. They're all coming out like 60 to 80 quid for like a pack of two. And I'm like, when it comes to money... And I think you kind of learn this as as you kind of your career goes on in photography and you do more weddings. It's, yeah. it's not about the gear. It's not about spending thousands of pounds on that next lens. It's not you know you can keep going and going and going and you can spend a fortune on quite frankly crap that you're never going to use. Yeah, and you know what, mate? That's another episode for it us. Is. And it episode, is. top three things we've bought that have been. That have stayed on the shelf, but anyway, yeah, I know what you're saying, and the fact that you're northern, you don't like spending as much money. I'm okay. a little bit yeah. tight, you know. I've got a rock vial <laughs> on each on each pocket. <laughs> but so I was searching around, and I know this is this is audio, so people can't see. However, I went to a very well-known high street store. Yes. And in that store, where you can get clothes, you can get housewares things, you can get all sorts perfume, yeah. sunglasses. They do doorknobs. Okay. And I can, can see these doorknobs, and Jono is holding them up right now. I might have to put a, a picture on our Instagram stories. Um, you get a pack of six, yeah. exactly the same as what you would buy photography prisms. Okay. Twelve ninety nine for all six. Now the door handles, so you like the the kind of imagine a big crystal jewel. 
You know so, what they look like, mate? Go on. Did you watch? Did you used to watch Crystal Maze? Yes. Exactly they look exactly that. like the crystals yeah. and crystal maze. Obviously, being doorknobs, there's a little black bit on them where that would, I assume, attach to the door. Yeah, but the good. actual crystal itself looks exactly like the crystal maze crystal. And because they have the screws that was obviously naturally going to the wood to screw in, they're yeah. perfect for holding the prism because most prisms don't come with any holders. You have to hold them kind of really craftily at the end of the lens and so your the fingers screw, getting shot. Screw becomes the handle of the door handle. Exactly that. Oh, uh, Genius, mate. Genius. <laughs> Don't go and buy your prisms online. Just go to... In fact, sod it. I'm going to tell Go to TK Maxx. They have a whole oh. range of different ones. Go and buy them. Twelve ninety nine for six. Again, mate. Another sponsorship there. Don't let these just drop by with that. <laughs> right, I'm going to go in with my number two then, buddy. Go on, Strange what is it? Strange one. One that you'd maybe not consider as... Uh, uh, as something you'd use at a wedding, or at least on first, first thoughts. The iPhone, mate. The iPhone? My phone. I've got oh, a couple no. of questions about this. You can ask away. Go on. Go on. No, I, w- I want you to tell me why first, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a curveball. Without, so taking out the cameras and lenses, my iPhone is probably the next bit of equipment that gets used the most on a wedding day. And So I'll, t- I'll, sh- I'll give you a quick list of what I do with my phone. Go on. So from the moment I wake up, my phone's used as my alarm clock. So on a wedding day, on a wedding day. <laughs> so I get in the car, I drive into a wedding. Before I got the car I've got now, I use it as my sat nav. Okay. But what I also use it for is the music source for my journey. Now that might sound like, well, what's that got to do with weddings? But you create playlists and it gets me pumped for the day. So when I arrive at bridal prep, I'm fully awake. I'm fully ready to go. So Already, my phone's getting good use. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I like this, but what I want to know is what what's what's playing. It's a lot of eighties cheese. I'm I'm 37, so the eighties was the decade before mine. Oh, but yeah. the 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 eighties knew how to get you pumped. They don't you know make what them I mean? like that anymore, do they? Uh, Rocky soundtrack comes on everything oh, just to get me going. Classic. So once I'm at a wedding, <laughs> um, I'm using my phone for creative reasons. Like I use it as a reflective surface, yep. um, you know, to, to get some weird and wonderful things in the corner of my pictures or to get a reflection of the rings maybe. I don't know, just whatever, whatever I feel. I've used it in portraits. And then, you know, on the way home, it, it, it's the opposite. I'm using it for – well, I'm using it for tunes to keep me awake. Um, you know, <laughs> we, to, we all need to keep those. me, Yeah, to keep me safe. So, so yeah, it's used quite a lot. It's, it's used to get me in the mood for stuff, but it's also used as a tool during the day as well. How do you get... Did I answer your questions? Oh, you no, did. Go on, no, then. that's all right. But I was just going to say, how do you get around? Because I'm, I'm kind of conscious about this myself, is that, you know, especially with your Instagrams and kind of Instagram stories, you know, we want to do those kind of little sneak peeks and things like that. But I always feel a little yeah. bit guilty, kind of like guests might be looking at you and going, why is he on his phone? I don't do a, I mean, I do a lot of Instagram stories, as you know. I love doing Instagram stories, but I don't do loads from the actual wedding. I might do one as I arrive. I might do one while we're eating dinner, um, and I'll do some on the way home. But I won't do it during the actual wedding day. Maybe, maybe on portraits. If the couple, if I know the couple watch my Instagram stories, because a lot of the time they'll comment, like, "Oh, I love your Instagram stories and stuff." I'll say, "Well, let's do let's do a quick story now while we're out in this field taking some pictures." But I won't do it. And I also, for that reason, I don't keep my group shot lists on the phone either because I think it just looks a bit naff if I'm standing there looking at my phone for a group shot list. I'm still old school with that. I'll print it out on a piece of paper. Yeah. Guests shouldn't really see me on my phone. I like it. So the, the, 
the final thing, the final thing on your list. So this this was a game changer, golden hour for a wedding photographer. When we get that golden hour, you're looking for the best placement. Where's that sun gonna fall? Where's the light gonna go? There's an app. Yeah, yeah. There's an app that shows you, and it's called. There's an app for everything. John there is an app for everything. It. Sun's Path. Sun's Path. Okay. Sun's Path. It's available on Android and uh, Apple. Look yeah. at you. You're downloading it already, aren't you? Well, I I'm can just see looking because I for your phone. <laughs> I actually do use an app. I'm just, just I suppose so people. Uh, um, I use one. I think called Sun Scout. Oh, okay. Um, what I love uh, about my- this is you've got the AR technology in it. So when you 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 switch that on. And you can yes. see, so, I don't know, you're in a field, you've got the horizon, the sun, where's it going to fall? Turn it on, you can see the field still through your camera, and it'll show you the time of where and when it's going to be. For, for portraits, it's incredible. It just lets yeah. you know what's happening. You know you know exactly where the sun's going to be at what time. And exactly, and, and kind of, you know, for, for the height of summer, um, you know, sunset might be like half eight, nine o'clock, whatever it is. Yeah. But especially up in the Lake District, there's a lot of mountains there's yes. a lot of hills, yeah. so it goes earlier because it's dropping behind them. So to know, kind of planning your day and to go, right, actually, sunset's at half eight, but if I'm going to do sunset or kind of that golden hour feel, yeah. I'm going to have to do it earlier because it's going to drop at eight o'clock behind the mountain. Yes, um, I, I've, that's caught me out in the past. Yeah. When I've not used one of those apps and you, and you know that sunset's at eight o'clock and then, you you know, you say, oh, it's all right, everything's good. And then what you don't realise is the sun's setting right behind that big tall building in the background and it's it's gone. Yeah, and there's nothing <laughs> yeah. you can do. You've missed it. Nah. So, nah. yeah, it's it, it's it's amazing. I think it's free. Um, it, it, it's brilliant. Can't, can't praise it enough. Go on, mate. I'm gonna, You're number one. The last one. The last one. My number one. My number one. My favourite bit of kit to use on, on. on a wedding day is the Yongnuo YN360 strip light. Got two of them. I've I've got two of them as well, mate. I've got two. So for anyone that doesn't know what that is, um, it is a long, thin, uh, handheld LED light source. It's full RGB, I think, if I remember yeah. right. I, I tend to only really use it as as kind of cool or, or warm, uh, but you can you can change it to any colour you want. And the idea of it, or what I use it for, is for all my kind of evening shots, all my my creative kind of flash shots. Okay. And I'll I'll use the flash to light up things in the scene, but I like to see exactly where my light's going to be on my on my actual couples. Mm-hmm. So I'll use the light as the main key light for the couple, so I can see exactly where that's going to be, um, and I'll expose for the couple. I can see it in the frame, so it's great. And it, because I shoot with Sony's, I've got the EVF as well, so I can I can see exactly how they're going to be lit, and then I'll use my flashes to rim rim light them. Uh, and uh, don't laugh at that, Jono. We're we're better than that. <laughs> I'm, sorry. Um, I'm sorry. We are better than that. And to light up trees or or objects or you know whatever I need to do. Um, so I absolutely and I use it every single wedding. I always try my hardest to um, to do an evening shot at a wedding, like a flash shot. Because for me, I deliver a slideshow, and it's a nice way of ending that slideshow with it yeah. with a nice creative uh, shot at night. And I absolutely love it. And I also use it as a as a a torch to get me back to the car when I can't see. And um, one of the best things about it is, from a distance, you can't help but think you're a Jedi of some kind because it looks exactly like a lightsaber. And again, just like my uh, my straps, there's always one guest that sees it and you hear and go, "It's like a lightsaber." Yeah. And it's like, 
Yeah, and you do, and you can't help but swing it a little bit, just to like, you know. I've, I've, I've got had this. to stop a few guests from grabbing them on the dance floor. I'm not, yes. not going to lie, and start, <laughs> you know, kind of running around. I'm like, ah, oh, come back, that's you know. I need and you that. know what? You know what I saw the other day, which which um, I didn't even know existed, and I'm going to order this um, on eBay. There was a soft box for it. Never. Yeah, there was a little soft box for it with um, what they're called, like the the grids, the grids, grids attached. And you just sim- simply slip it on. It's designed for that light. And I was thinking, like, because the only, the only downside of it, sometimes the light can be a little harsh. It can. It can. Um, and and it's, thinking, it spreads quite wide yeah, as well, doesn't it? A, a lot narrower than, than, say, a boxed LED light or whatever, But because it is a strip, but it still spreads. Uh, You've missed yeah. a little key point off with those as well, which is good, because if, you, if you're on your own at a wedding, um, yes. the Bluetooth enabled, and you can control them from your phone. Mate, I didn't know that. Never. Well, I'd, you know, I I just get a bridesmaid. I always take a bridesmaid oh, out. Oh, no. You know, so, if, if you're backlighting a couple and you're outdoors and kind of, you know, you've got the flash on the camera, set yeah. it up on a little tripod or, you know, light stand because they've got the pins underneath so you can screw it in. Yeah. Yeah. Get get the get the app, put it on your phone, and you're like, oh, I need a little bit more. Needs a bit more power. Boom. From your phone. Bosh. Done. Whatever you need. Oh, you know what? I actually think I did know about that, but it's one of those things that when I got it, I thought, oh, that's cool, and then never use use that feature you can control multiple as well ah there we go there you go we'd love to know um from you guys what what your favorite bits of gear are on on a wedding day so the best way you can get hold of us uh, at the moment is through our instagram it is just search at the working togs podcast and it'll come up exactly you can get us on it if you're not following us uh, following us already i don't know what i'm saying jono <laughs> it's got to that time of the podcast isn't it it does my mouth's stopping working put your now. teeth in put your teeth in <laughs> right then mate well i guess i'll love and leave you it's been a pleasure chatting as it always is always a pleasure never a chore very true man very true right i'll catch you next week you are listening to the working togs podcast hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode